The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Hey guys, listen, uh, we need your help here at Starving for Attention. You can help our podcast stay free to download with minimal ads uh, because if you respond to the Podcast One survey, you're going to help us align with the appropriate advertisers. So the survey is short and it's completely anonymous and it takes, listen, I know, you. oh, I don't have time for it. You have time. It takes no more than five minutes. There's two easy ways uh, that you can log in and do the survey. You can go to www.podcastone.com slash my survey or go to www.podcastone.com dot com and click on the survey banner. Listen, I know what you're saying. I filled out a survey already, but if you can do it again, it's going to really help us, right? Because you're doing all of us a favor at Starving for Attention or Podcast One by filling one out. Jasmine, have you filled yours out? I did. I mean, just do it while you're like standing in line for coffee. It's quick. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. Listen, thank you so much for supporting uh, Starving for Attention and for taking the time to complete the survey. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Let's talk Aspen. Scarlett Jones is here, and uh, Jasmine, hi. Hi. Hi, Scarlett. Hi. This is the war room. This is, I, I've kind of dubbed it the war room, which sounds a little bit, uh, it sounds silly. silly. Completely yeah. silly. It's silly and intense, uh, but we're heading off to Aspen, which is always a big part of our year, right? I mean, I feel like the Aspen, actually Aspen, our podcast was launched last year at Aspen almost. That's right. We banked a bunch of episodes last year. Remember we did it in that little hotel room and the yeah, kids, the dancing the, the kids bear, were in the bedroom watching amazing. TV and we had Gail Simmons. Gail Simmons and, and Justin Chappell and, and Justin Chappell. and, yeah. and, and uh, Andrew Zimmerman. Right. Yeah, All right. So this year's a little different um, one. Scarlett, this is your first Aspen. This is my first really? Aspen. Yeah. I am so excited. Yeah. I've never, I've never been there. I've never been to Aspen Ever okay. uh, just the, the never been to town, the and I've never never been to the classic either. So, oh, wow. and there's kind of a, a reason why why um, this is maybe your first Aspen because we had just started really working together like last year, probably yes. a little bit before mm-hmm. this time. You got stuff in your beard. Yeah, I know it's product. Yeah, but it looks like phlegm or something. You <laughs> it's work, product. Work it in. It's a little oil, bit. but I don't, then my hands get really oily. Are we going to go into a beard conversation real quick? I mean, I feel like well, that I, should I be don't, part of the war room I because don't it's want... been a constant consideration the okay. last couple days. So. I, the thing is, I don't beard like to no pull beard. people for it because then most people say to get rid of the beard. Um, yeah, you got a three out of four last night. Right? But that's only family. I don't I think don't that know. necessarily counts. The thing is, when you have it, when you have a beard, like guys will know what I'm talking about here. Like it becomes a thing. Like it's like, it's not alive, right? Hair's dead, right? Yeah. But it's like organic. It's growing. Sure. And like it takes a decent amount of time to get it to where it is right now. And then like to just it's cut it off is like, sure. ah, it's a big moment. I'm sure like with anyone, when you cut your hair, it's a big deal. Sure. A trim is always nice. Um, we did go beard two years ago in Aspen. So are we starting the war room with how I should do my hair? This is great. Seems the most appropriate. I think so. I um, agree. <laughs> you agree what? That that you should get rid of the beard. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's partly because you got a bunch of phlegm in it right now. This is product. <laughs> it's not like... I, I just... Okay. Anyways. All right. So the beard you goes... You cut it down We're gonna to do like stubble. A, a heavy stubble. Yeah, there's, there's other issues. Like a beard, a, guy, a beard really frames a guy's face. So like we're going to go to stubble. Everyone says that's the way to go, except for like three people on Instagram. So no big deal. No, no one can hear her, by the way. Okay. Can you, if you can hear the dog in the, the background here on the jingling. podcast, yeah. um, let us know. Okay, so the beard's gone. Uh, but this is a big year. Scarlett, you're coming because we're doing KitchenAid and uh, we're doing a lot of work that we don't necessarily normally do. <laughs> For Aspen. You're such a jerk, Lucy. Why don't you just pull up a chair, Lucy? Yeah. Why don't you just Get jump on, on the, the podcast? You jerk. Huh? You can just tell us what it's how it's all like. <clears throat> Anyways, the White Wolf. Well, when um, you say doing um, doing KitchenAid, you should probably get it. Okay, so like means. we're uh, so so Aspen's this food and wine festival. It's one of the big big ones of the year. It's the granddaddy of them it's all. So if you will. different than every other food festival. It, right. So if you've Scarlet, been, to I a, can't wait to hear what your opinion is on it because it is very. Different, but maybe from what you do, it's very much the same. I don't right, know. right. I, yeah. Most most food festivals are the same, but I would imagine that Aspen is probably you know that's the big show. That's what everyone always talks about, and it is the granddaddy of them all. But it's yeah. very different because you're, you're like kind of trapped in this. Uh, you're, you're you're trapped in this uh, you know little town in on the mountain, um, and it's not sort of your typical like it was like you have to fly to Aspen. Basically, here's what right? here's what I always thought was was different, and I think this struck me like the first time I went. Where like people show up with like 
notebooks and pencils to like take notes in demos and in the wine classes and stuff like it's serious mm, it's, it's a, uh, it's a yeah. different type of clientele for sure is it too serious it might be <laughs> i mean you don't you're not that serious so like we don't see it at your demo like no one brings paper or anything like that but you know to like other people's demos not necessarily um I, but I, you know, I think that's a kind of a, first of all, it's interesting to start is that all of these, uh, food demos and these festivals are different, right? Scarlett, we're on the road all the time. And like, sometimes they have to be educational. Right. Sometimes right. they just have to be fun. Like we just did bottle rock. That's just like an absolute, like frenetic right. moment on stage. Right. Where you're just like literally like your t-shirt cannons into a crowd. Yeah. Some are more like you're talking to people that really want to know about food. Um, you know, definitely Aspen is one of those that's a little bit more uh, uh, formal, if you will. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it is. I mean, I think people pay a good amount to get there. I think that they pay a good amount to get in. And I think a lot of people come to, to learn from some of the best chefs and sommeliers in the business. So. 100%. Thousands and thousands of dollars for sure to get yeah. out there. It's, it's not an easy place to get to. It is picturesque Literally, and beautiful. It's the hardest airport to fly there. into in the country, I think. And always a little. Uh, not to uh, Scarlett, I know you fly a lot, but it's also a little wobbly. It's always a little wobbly when you're getting into Aspen. Well, always... you just you just drop down into the mountains. Yeah, you're like landing in a mixing bowl that's in a sink, basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's always in it, and it's always hard to get out as far as just like the scheduling of flights and like things get delayed, and there's always a couple of uh, you know post John Denver Airport drunken right? chefs hanging out at that airport on on Sundays and Mondays. Maybe not drunken. Yeah. But just like, tired. tired, a lot of tired people. On Monday some, morning. some yeah, of them might Sunday have had a, had a drink or two. Um, but anyway, we're doing this. Um, so when you go out there, you're, you're going out on behalf of Food and Wine. But there's also tons of brands that are out there, and there's these tasting tables and all sorts of wineries and tourist groups and just lots of um, brand integration happening. And this year, we're lucky enough that KitchenAids asked us to come out and do a number of um, you know some work with them, some presentations, some man on the street stuff. So it's going to be like. Full force all day long. All Saturday, day long Saturday. Yeah, so you're there for three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday's an easy, <clears throat> open day right now. Yeah. I kind of hope we can get some podcasts well, in there. And but. also, that's the weird thing: only three days because Scarlett and I were in New Jersey right. on Thursday performing at another show. Right. So we're we're missing that usually Thursday you would night. Be there Thursday. Yeah, we usually right. be there Thursday because then you do the five k on Friday morning. I know. I'm gonna miss the five k. So they do this little fun that. run, and it's like five k is nothing, it's, and it's a fun run for most. But it's not a fun run for you because you're it's, ultra competitive. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a... The last time you like raced down Tim Love, like I remember. The, I, I beat Tim Love. One year he beat me somehow and that really yeah. bothered me. I know. Because Tim I Love remember. should not beat anyone in a foot race. Like there well, are I mean, things... I'm sure there's people you can beat. But well, that's like, true. But I mean, he shouldn't beat me in a foot race. Uh, and that, that was a big moment. And then somehow he, he did beat me. Uh, and I was just with Bobby Flay this week. And like there was one race, there was one of those 5Ks where it was Bobby Flay, Marcus Samuelson, and I lined up in the beginning, and then they, you know, the gun goes off just like rabbits. And like I swear to God, Marcus was just gone. And yeah. now, now that I spoke to Bobby, he was chasing Marcus, right. and I was chasing like just anyone Dust. who was yeah. in front of me. And like it was, I was gassed <laughs> yeah. and it was done. But then it always, it's also fun though because there's always a couple of chefs there who like don't run at all. Like I remember one year Jen Carroll ran it. We were there for Top Chef. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and it's just like, oh, wow, that person like doesn't yeah. like, you know, run a lot, yeah. but that's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah. Plus there's like welcome parties on Thursday and there's, you know, the party starts right when you land. So Friday morning is a pretty early wake up call plus altitude. More it's festivals should do these little, um, like Agreed. exercise things. They also had soul cycle there last year, right? At one of the party houses. Well, that was at that big integration we talked about. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's kind of like, you're going to be eating and drinking that's all weekend I, long. I have, we have continuously, I have continuously pitched to you that we should do a hiking and yoga thing, but I've pitched no the trailblazing in the woods. Yeah. Why are we not sponsoring? Like it should be like, like the, the blazing 5k food and wine. You always try to sponsor. Like you us. always try to say you're the we're lead, usually one of lead the, presenter or whatever. <laughs> we're usually one of the chefs that's on like the bill, yeah. but this year we, we couldn't make it. So anyway, we're flying in Thursday, and then we have like this incredible day. Scarlett, you have the schedule, right? I do. And like we wanted to kind of war room this thing, but the, one of the problems is too, like our publicist and our manager are not here, right? So Cameron is, uh, she's on vacation, by the way, this week. I just got a notification that hey. she's well, on vacation before vacation week. Yeah. we go to Aspen. Well, Aspen's a little bit of a vacation. <laughs> just a little bit of a, a working vacation. And then uh, Meredith, who's our publicist. So, like, it kind of, to really war room it, we kind of need both of them. Because I, I don't know, 
um, really what Meredith has set up because we have some podcast things we're yeah, trying we to cover. Po- we have some, it's a disaster. We have right Waxman on the on the line for a podcast. Jonathan but he Waxman can't he can't go on Friday because we're doing some interview on Friday. Something that just popped up on the schedule. Yeah, so the schedule is like a, it's a real moving target right now. And you have talked about like just having to be flexible and trying to pick up some podcast stuff where we can in right. between, you know, everything else. So, so we land Friday. You'll, Friday. Jasmine, you'll already be there. <clears throat> no, when no, we land? I come in Friday too. I'm I'm leaving San Diego on Friday. Okay, so, so we'll we'll be meeting there probably about the same time. And then we're know. gonna try and do Michael Solomonov on Friday for a podcast. Do yeah. you know what the time of that is gonna be? I do not. No, I think okay. Meredith was still working on the time for it. I think she's trying to squeeze it into your schedule. I know he's available. I think we said maybe three. Okay, we have to do that. You like have to so, get Scarlett, ready. just remember yeah. to like star that part. Like, okay. Um, and I don't even know if you'll be there for it, but like we have to get at yeah. least My minimum two lands, podcasts done. And okay. My flight lands at noon, so I'll be in the town by one. When do we so. land, Scarlett? Uh oh, we're challenging uh, Scarlett's. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, uh, do I have your flight information? I have it. Like got. Oh, you don't have it. Um, we land. I have it. I have it in my email somewhere. I'll try to find it. Okay, uh, but we land in the afternoon, so uh, we get there, and then the first thing we're going to do, Jones, mm-hmm. is try and do this uh, podcast with Michael Solomon. Okay. So we're going to do a podcast. When we get on the ground, you have nothing. We have nothing besides that on Friday from your. Right. Yeah, you have nothing. That's on correct. Friday. So right, then, Jasmine, have, we are going... You have the, par- the we, top of the mountain. We have to do the top of the mountain. <coughs> right, the uh, Here's my issue with top of the mountain this year. Yeah. One, quick little reset. I think yeah. you heard us talk about on the podcast... Did we talk about Our that? Giada moment yeah, on top right. of the mountain a couple of years ago. So every year you, <laughs> you, you go to 10,000 feet, you go up the gondola yeah. to the top I of the mountain. There's a big... it's 14 when you get to the top, I feel like. 10 is the city. This 10 is, a, is the this town This is a Aspen running debate that we have, how high the top of the mountain. But I'm pretty sure it's a 14er, which is... It makes sense. It's 10 plus. I know we walked around there with our kids last year up there. Really, really, sickness. they got a little bit of altitude sickness. Yeah. Um, remember to drink that's lots of not, water, Scarlett. That's why they're not coming this year. That's at least the excuse that yeah, I'm giving well, them. I mean, <laughs> like, also, like, you remember? You were watching Boss Baby and then you threw up everywhere, so you can't come anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if that just, was a rule for all the chefs, there would also be like, no maybe show. like, Boss no Baby, was Boss Baby a good movie? Maybe they just like, were just like, that, no, they're like, was, scarf or barf on it. It was pretty crappy. But, okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, remember the joy and spirit of Peter Pan? Um, how can we forget Peter Pan? Uh, one day I'm going to dress like Peter Pan for Halloween, by Do the way. Think? I think so. I kind of I, I like dressed Peter like Pan. Tinkerbell one year. Did you? When I was a kid, yeah. Maybe we should bring it back. Maybe. This year. Uh, but there's a place where you don't have to grow up, even though the world tells you to. That place, you know it. It's called Walt Disney World. It's tough being an adult, but at Walt Disney World, you can put the adulting on pause and let the everyday stresses of life disappear, just like they kind of do when you're listening to Starving for Attention. There's so much cool stuff you can do at Walt Disney World after hours, including a crawl of some of the best in-park drinking options. If the world tells you to grow up at Disney World, you don't have to. WDW is the perfect escape for millennials. That's right, you crazy weirdos. There's an entirely new way to experience it as an adult without kids, from cool drinking options to the excitement of after-hour events. Find your happy place here. There's also incredible dining options like California Grill, where you can take in the sights of Seven Seas Lagoon and Magic Kingdom Park while savoring some of the finest in California cooking. Maybe even finer than Tyler Florence's cooking. I only say that because he did a demo called California Cooking. Uh, There are so many cool attractions and characters that bring your childhood to life and the new experiences that you can appreciate as an adult. Relive the nostalgia of Disney or create some new memories now at WDW. Can't wait to go there again. Um, but drink lots of water, the altitude sickness, especially with steps for some reason. Like I can climb and like actually go out and run, like and do the 5k and run, but like it's the steps in the hotels and yeah. stuff that you just kill You know what? I, can, I couldn't do it. Like that's why I never do the fun run. If I flew in on Wednesday, which is then it's like you're, you're making a real big vacation it. of it. But if I flew in on Wednesday, I could probably do it, but yeah. I, it takes me at least a day to acclimate. I'll, I like point. how a lot of people, especially like the food and wine people and a lot of the brands, they yeah. do like go... They do. Like Wednesday, they get in to, Wednesday Tuesday. to Tuesday, right? Exactly. Well, that's like, great. They and it is, hustle, it's, man. it's worth it because um, yeah. it is kind of beautiful up there. Okay, so we we're gonna we're gonna land, and then it's just go time. We're gonna try and bang out a podcast. Uh, then we're gonna go to the top of the mountain. So again, real quick, the top of the mountain. Like anyone who food and wine invites. Which here's the here's the thing. You can still go as a chef if food and wine. If you're not like 
sort of designated as food and wine talent. It's amazing to yeah. be designated. But like this request, I think we covered this it. This is a yeah, very specific request. Last yeah. podcast. Like to get the ass to go to the top of the mountain photo is just like, you're just lucky. Like you've yeah. made some sort of level of success. Yeah. And like I'm always, every time I'm it's in Aspen. It's the promo picture for next year, just in case somebody yeah, didn't listen to last week. It's the guys. centerfold for like Food & Wine Magazine for right. next year. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know, it's like six or seven years now for us, but like I'm... Still, always like it's never. It's not going to happen next yeah, year. Yeah, that's because you're self-deprecating. No, but just like, enjoy it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, whether it's the Emmy Awards or whether, sure. like, what, when you're doing these things that are kind of like amazing, like I don't think you should take it for granted. Yeah, you know that like it's going to happen. Every I don't think you year. should. I don't think it's taking it for granted to just think like that. You're you've you know you're at a certain point and you're going to get an invite back or just you know that mindset. But that's um, for another podcast. Keeping the uh, itinerary moving, I see Scarlett now has it pulled up. So we're going to then go, okay, I have an issue. We're talking about beards. I have no clothes for Top of the Mountain. <laughs> like, so I need, I need uh, to go get a, a blazer or some sort of uh, you know, situation uh, for wardrobe. So you don't have to worry. It's like, I'm looking, Scarlett, why would you just look away from me? You're like, <laughs> so, so you're looking away from me because I, th- I feel like for the first time, like you do all of the culinary for Richard yes. Blaze and Trailblaze uh, as we're on the road. Um, and uh, you sort of uh, got into a little bit more of like executive assistant work yesterday. Yes, I did. You, that was an experience. Where you waited online somewhere for five or six hours to get some Yeezys. I did. That's, I, that's I pushing the boundaries of, of, you know, Scarlett's uh, work. She's an executive mode. assistant. She, she does. Yeah. It, it, it's, I don't know. I, also, it was not like a mandate. Like right, you, yeah. you were right. I mean, right to be, okay, yeah, to be right clear. to be completely okay. clear. You, you gave me you the option. You, you said if you experience. if you want to do this, you can do this. And, and you also got a pair to flip. I got a pair to flip, and I, you know, I'm this is I'm good at this. I, I camp out at Comic Con. I've camped out at other events for things. So you know, I'm I'm kind of a camp out champion. So yeah, but, okay. So how did you know what size to buy though? Did you research? Like, I I talked to size? everyone online, and okay. I talked to the person I bought the sneakers from, and I said, what what are the the most the most yeah. popular sizes but what mm. i learned after the fact kind of is that the 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 smaller and larger sizes are are the ones you want oh. because they don't have that many of them mm. so if you can get your hands on a size 5 or ah. a size 14 then you want to you want right. to get them when you can because you're going to be one of you know 8 9 10 right. people that, that have right. that have those sizes and even less flip that flip them so, um, well, yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's been rocking kids lately. <laughs> um, well, that's the other thing too. Like, I mean, I'm just like this totally speculating here. I don't know much about the sneaker flipping game, but like a size 14, there's also a good chance you're probably a baller if you're like a size 14. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, I think there's enough general population I guess people so. that have, you know, but you're right. That makes sense that the yeah, odd sizes, sense. um, yeah. you can sell for more money. So, so I, I led you down the wrong path. You got some size 10s. So hit Scarlett Jones up if you yeah, want to get a pair yes, of uh, the, uh, easy, what are they, yellow moons? Yellow super, super moon. moon. Yellow super moons. Yeah. Uh, some Yeezys there. But anyway, uh, where, where oh, wardrobe. So yeah. I need to go hustle up and get a, a, jacket? Uh, a jacket because okay. I cannot wear, you know, uh, we a maroon velvet jacket that I've like, been wearing every award show. And We were just at the mall like 24 hours ago. Why didn't you pick up a jacket at Nordstrom or wherever? Oh, because I don't need to like waste your time with it. Like, I just need to go in there and get like I'm just gonna get like a you know a gray or a navy jacket. I'm not gonna mm. get anything super fancy or whatever. And, like, like you don't want to sit get, there while like I'm like trying stuff on. Like, you just go and get on. a jacket at Banana Republic or something. Like, you probably have that show. in your closet already. I don't have any jackets in my closet right now. I, have, I can I camp have. out at Banana Republic no. tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. The good thing is. There's also lots of shopping in Aspen too, but yeah, I know but Friday that's night not gonna you happen. can't. Right. Yeah, Friday night. Also, like I'm like a sort of odd Barney Rubble shape. So like I need to actually like try and you gonna try like, to get tailored possibly I'm gonna go hit, hit our little Russian lady down the block at one when this is when done. When do today. you fly out? Wednesday? Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Okay. So you might have to you might have to travel with a jacket right. for me. Yeah. All right. So that's wardrobe and uh, just some some jeans and a jacket and some Yeezys. Obviously, I'm gonna wear on top of the mountain. Those? Most likely, yeah. Okay. They're like two dad shoes for you. Look, you don't even like them. I don't like them at all. But you know, maybe it's part of like the like you know. Kanye breakdown. That's they're very dad shoes. So dad shoes, super dad shoes. Dad shoes are so hot right now. They're like nurses' <laughs> shoes. Dad shoes are hot right now. Okay, well, so I'm getting tore up with like wardrobe and beard stuff right now. Can we move on to like some of the yeah. stuff that people probably really want to hear about? Okay, um, so then that is that really all we have to do that night? Is just like it's. I yeah. know we land that day, so yeah, it's still a lot. Right. It's still a lot. So podcast, top of the mountain photo, 
the, the dinner or the party there, and then that's it. And then, but Scarlett, on Friday, you're going to go meet with the food and wine culinary team and KitchenAid culinary team? Yes. I am going to go to both kitchens and meet with those those uh, chefs that are preparing some of the stuff for us for our demos and, uh, you know, going to do a little bit of prep work. Um, so sure this thing's all set. So this is kind of that part of your world, Scarlett, where like we had Katie Smith on the podcast. We're like, you know, so I'm like taking photos on top of a mountain and you're in a basement kitchen somewhere talking to a caterer. Usually right. <laughs> <laughs> not as glamorous. No, but the work that, not caterers are this at this one. These guys are like pros. Yeah, they no, usually like, it's like a random caterer. Yeah. But like there yeah. are times like last year, I think we did something for Patron where like you don't know like who you're talking to. Like, you know, but now this is the first time, like, you've shared a bunch of emails with them. Right, right. And, and now you're, you're finally getting a chance to, to, to meet someone. What was Gigi doing, by the way? I mean, we might as well just reveal it. There was some, just like, watching. some, like, just some drilling. Some drilling. Oh, oh the noise? Some, yeah. The noise was her pulling up the, uh, the shade, the oh, blinds yeah, some, in the bedroom, but I thought she was having a stroke, so I had to some, go check. Make oh, sure she wasn't like, <laughs> 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 you know? It sounded like someone screaming. It sounded like a drill to me. Like, was, like she's hanging pictures. Like that's what happens kind of like when you need, like everyone knows like probably yeah, in their family. Quiet, yeah. Anytime you need quiet, like someone's going to start hammering a, a picture on the wall or something like that. Okay, so Jones, you're going to talk to then both of these two teams, right? Yes. What it's what's setting up is for, the, this is actually true. Saturday will be the busiest day I've ever had in our history at Aspen. Mm, I don't know if I believe that. Oh my gosh! What about all that dancing bear stuff you did last year? Wasn't that pretty busy? We I did a book signing at a table. Oh, and a demo. And then like the next day we did a demo for Patron, <clears throat> which were but they were like beach day. This is straight up like seven a.m. on Saturday to like seven p.m. till eleven thirty p.m. Eleven thirty p.m. Where our schedule goes. Eleven. What are we doing at eleven thirty p.m. Lot. After party, yeah. It's, oh, it's, you might just have like it's just the whole the whole you just have schedule. The, okay, yeah. so you just have the masters things that we could potentially, potentially yeah. Be, like, be this in. happened. This was actually a funny story from last year. I don't know if we've told this on the pod, but um, we uh, were with our manager Cameron, with your manager, and we were hanging out in Aspen and you know going to like the Thursday night welcome party, and then you know walking around Aspen and stuff, and then they had a, a Magnum party, and. We, because we're just like sweet people, we're like, oh, it's Magnum ice cream. This is going to be so fun. Let's go to the ice cream party. You remember this? Yes. And we were like, where is the ice cream party? And we went around. We were trying to figure out which ballroom of what hotel it was in or whatever. And we eventually found it. And it was like Magnum. Condoms. <clears throat> no. no okay. Magnums of wine. <laughs> it was enormous, giant bottles of wine. And we were like. Oh, we're silly. Like we felt like the biggest nerds. <laughs> that was that? true. Yeah, because there's absurd. so much brand integration. You're like, oh there's yeah, so cool. Much brand. It's gonna be an yeah, ice right. cream party. So we were like, let's go to an ice cream party. <laughs> it sounded fun. Everybody wanted ice cream. It was also it was like, still really fun. It was still we're really just fun. Not, we're just not necessarily we big just, wine people. We just were not prepared for it. It was like when you think you're drinking water and it's like Sprite or something. Coffee. You know, you're just like wow. when, you, when you when you think it's coffee and it's Coca Cola or vice versa. It, whatever. That's always yeah, the worst. I could just imagine the wholesome Blaze family skipping in and we're here for the ice cream. Where's the Oh, this is yeah, and it exactly. wasn't even yeah, and it wasn't even like red wine ice cream. <laughs> like they could have, they didn't they even could, integrate. They that. still could have had yeah. it, had it, and make it happen. All right, so then Saturday is basically. I think we kick it off with our with our food and wine demo, right? Oh, really, Scarlett? Saturday morning? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's that's how we begin. So it's kind of good that we do that right off the bat. I'm kind of glad. Are we the means, first show though? That means that I get to go around and just like collect free stuff, which is kind of what You're I. You're not like going to come do. to the show. I'll come to one of them. I'm You're not going to come. Oh, the demo? Yeah. Oh, I'll come to that. Okay. You don't yeah, have but to. But you know I'm they just... have all the like, you know, that cookie truck outside and like, you know, I'll go. Pick yeah, up I just wanted to reveal that like, and, and this makes sense that like because you've seen us perform so much, like you don't need to show when up to all the stuff. I like, show you've up. Seen it. You tend to point me out and talk about me, so that's, that's another true. reason Always. why I don't show up. Well, I mean, you got. Or I don't tell you. You got to become part of the part of the show. I know. So obviously. okay, here's some of the issues. So we're doing food and wine, and I love like we usually when you do these things, they they kind of let you start to weave your own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they trust you a bit. Narrative, right? Like, mm-hmm. like what's your show going to be about? So this year we sent like five things, and one of them, the last one that I thought they would pick, and usually it's like you, you we like to send a range, you know, Scarlett. Yes, we do. Even if it's recipes for someone, we like to say here's something super creative and weird, and then here's something that like we think you're going to pick in the middle that's a little creative, but like everyone can do it, and then here's you know a, a range of things. Food and wine happily chose one of the most exciting ideas that we had, which was food 
and sort of social media. Which, what's the name officially? I love also how they name, yeah. how Food & Wine names the shows. Because they do the naming, which sometimes gets a little weird. I don't and what know are they, they calling always it? do the naming, though. I think some people name theirs, and I think they name some. And like, and we know, just play nice and I like, go ahead. Mix, so yeah. what, are, what are they calling our so, demo? So um, our demo is called Hashtag No Filter. Truly tasty and perfectly plated. Bow, bow, bow. Okay, so ooh, we got a plate food. tasty. <laughs> um, so no filter, though. So like, we're, this is something that I always want to talk about is... You know, especially for our brand and I think celebrity chefs is like how how do chefs engage on social media and what works and what doesn't work sometimes on social. So that's kind of what we're going to do for our demonstration. Right, Jones? Yes. So if I remember, we're doing how many dishes? Four dishes. This is also great because I think it's also letting people know that like Scarlett knows or like or the, the chef, the, the chef's chef or yeah. the, like the executive assistant knows more than sometimes the, the, the you know, the named talent. Right. Unless it's Michael Voltaggio. True. Unless it's Michael Voltaggio, <laughs> who like went, who went super hard at Bottle. Are we still talking about Bottle Rock? <laughs> nice. Um, so we're doing, what are we, we have like an, uh, a Japanese omelet. Yes. And uh, then, we're doing omu rice. Right. Uh, which oh, is, really? is yeah. a, oh, nice. a Have you been practicing? No, but I'll, throw, I'll make it. I, I've have been, been yes, yes. Okay, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely very it technical. Have you got the, the flow going? It's, have you been plating I, it over yeah, rice, you know, fried rice? It's the, the thing about omu rice is it, it really is, you really have to pay attention to your eggs. And um, it's a hit or miss. You either have to nail it or it's, it's all just going to go down in flames. So. Yeah. yeah, this is a good thing to talk about here. It's a good time. Um, so omu rice, if you don't know what it is, just hashtag. <clears throat> omu rice or hashtag bar moga which is this remember that night 19... we were walking, walking along in, in, and near it. NYU and in, in we had already eaten two dinners yeah you were ready though. and then that later that night at like one in the morning yeah, I want to go like, back because it's back. a bar yeah. that does this we just omelet. we just happened to wander in, in front of bar moga this place that he'd been looking at for months like no plan no like idea yeah we just we saw there. dined we just at walking home from dinner and... Bombay bread bar which I just saw Floyd on set oh, last week actually I just told uh, someone to buy his cookbook nice um so we're going to do that. So like that's to me a great example of like a viral dish that's also classic um, that like I'm really excited about. So it's yeah. like it's how to create food that, that is going to like cause a stir. Yeah. Right? And do you think some of it is like um, move, are you going to get into like how like the movement of the dish like like for especially for social media and stuff like that? Like are you getting into like the fact that Omer rice you crack it open and it fillets itself. Yeah, definitely. We have to... Boomerangs and videos do better. Like, I don't know. Are you getting into the social media part or is it just the name? No, we're going to get into it. Yeah, I think we have to, first of all. Like, I I think um, I want to because I also feel like this is the first show of what can be like a line or a series of things that we do because, you know, we do okay on social. We're not like, you know, uh, one of the most popular people or or masters at it, but I think we're starting to figure it out. So um, we're going to do this omu rice. We're also... We wanted to start... We wanted to cook steak with lava. Uh, real quick, <laughs> one of the issues we have is like fire marshals a lot. <laughs> yeah. And just legalities and uh, safety protocol. So we're not doing that, but we're going to cook. We're going to figure out a way to cook on binchotan or some hot coals or something. Scarlett, you're still figuring this out three days before the show, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a work in progress. It's, there's, it's always almost a fire fire issue uh with, with as as it is in most most cases that um you know from from what i've been told we we're, there's no grills no live no grills open no open fire at all well, um, but there is so. gas right. so there's fire there is well, open fire right I mean, right um, we'll, maybe well like i said we'll have to maybe maybe we'll do a little video of it mm-hmm. outside the day maybe maybe um well we we'll shoot we're doing it on friday Right. So, I mean, maybe Thursday, if there's a chance, I don't know, maybe there's some way we can actually shoot something. In New Jersey? No. In Thursday, you're not an Aspen. On Friday, then. Sorry, I mean, I mean Friday. Mm-hmm. See, I'm getting confused. No one can hear every little thing. <laughs> like, my stomach just grumbled, and Jasmine just looked at me like, oh, my God, what, something's well, going to come out of you. attached to you. Your chest. chest. So it's not in my chest. Um, <laughs> and so we're also doing a, a, a sort of like a sloppy burger, right? And Breakfast blaze burger. Right. All right. So that's... Uh, so you're going to put an egg on it? Is that what Oh, that is? no. French toast buns, all sorts of weird stuff. So like these, I think... But you're going to put an egg on it because that's... Definitely. Media, right? Like, yeah. There's an egg on there? Yes. Yeah, there is an up. egg. Yes. Duck eggs. Right. Um, and I, I, that's a dish actually we did with Chrissy Teigen on her Fab Life show years ago. Hashtag Chrissy, Te- Chrissy Teigen. 
Right. So there it is. How to <laughs> how do hashtag other celebrities to get your things to go a little bit more viral. Uh, and then some chips and caviar, et cetera. So I think that's a great show. I don't want to like spoil too much of it because I know everyone who's listening to this podcast is flying to Aspen. This is going to be probably um, after Aspen anyway. But we will recap it. So we're going we're gonna to go through four or five dishes. Also, Jones, I want to bring in some of the elements of our like traditional show that we have not done in Aspen. The Guy Fieri bit, the potentially... You've done Guy Fieri in Aspen? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you did it last year. Pretty sure I videotaped you with a girl. Absolutely. We were side stage with the girls. And you really? Did. Yep, for sure. It, it, did really, it did really well, but I know you did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, looks like we got maybe someone cr- cruising up on us. We got Troy Johnson coming in here to record a podcast in a bit. All right. So we have all of those dishes, Jones. Yes. And then uh, we're off to uh, what's next? I, I can't even think. Oh, then we're doing KitchenAid. We're doing our KitchenAid. Yes, cooking class. So that's a cooking class. Yes. Which is going to be this pasta dish. Yes. So you have all that lined up, like uh, making the pasta and, and, and um, you know, how many people is it going to be for again? It's, like, it's going to be for t- around 20, 20, okay. 20, so 20 to 18. 20 super lucky people that are going to get to hang out with us and actually um, make this dish from scratch by hand um, using this amazing uh, KitchenAid seven quart mixer uh, and making this, this pesto, right? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're doing... A video demonstration of that with KitchenAid as well. That's correct. Yes, I'm getting tired already. So we're <laughs> we're we just passed two more demos, Jasmine, okay. and then we're gonna go into um, what is uh, KitchenAid sort of man on the street stuff. Oh, fun! Um, where we're gonna interview a bunch of chefs and people that are attending uh, Aspen and sort of just get in the tents there. or what. Walking around, like right in the tents. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, the only where, where people are, or uh, in the demos, or what. I think just walking around, like around the tents, just get and like kind you know, of free range. Yeah, so like, I mean, it's set up so that there's this basically like main square of yeah. Aspen, right? Yeah. Where and there's the main tents where all these tastings happen. Yeah, you have another picture to show up to too. Are you doing a book signing either? Yes. Oh, good. We're doing right. We have a book signing Saturday from eleven to eleven thirty. Got it. So that's, we have still a book signing. I think after that, there's. Um, I think after that, there's a. Um, another picture. You remember how they do that picture now in the middle of the tents? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah that's at twelve thirty. Yes, that's right after on Friday. Yes, you on just Saturday. Stay there. Yeah, yeah. You just stay there. So, um, so a bunch of KitchenAid stuff. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then, um, Sat Friday is the spasmatics. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that, jumping that, forward that to something. Up. Yeah, that's you're not, going backwards. Actually, I'm not a mandatory obligation for but us. Mandatory for you, but sometimes I think everyone needs to go. If, it is the, if there's two things that they should look for after this podcast, go look up Bar Moga for that omelet, and then go find the Spasmatics on Instagram, which is an '80s cover band. I, the '80s, 90, yeah, '80s, 80s, yeah. Um, which is like they I, they keep getting asked back. Which is uh, rightfully so because they're just an awesome cover band and they just go hard for like three hours. Plus, I think at they kind of like like bar. food and like like chefs. Oh, yeah. Maybe they've just called that from like being at Aspen for a couple of years, but like they call out chefs, they bring them up on stage. Like, they like have, last year, Brooke Williamson did like the splits up there. Yes, we missed like last Adam year. Style. Brooke Williamson went up like straight up um, Britney girl. Spears, yeah. like schoolgirl, uh, or like hot for teacher. I think. Ah. Uh. I think got it in that era yeah you know? um, I usually get a shout out when I'm in attendance which is always fun I yeah, I, yeah. I stay until like the, I think I got stay a shout out on the, the last song yeah. the last time I was like oh Richard Blaze is still here God, guys let's just give him a <laughs> shout out um, but an amazing band and that's a lot of fun and then Aspen is kind of no it's not done then Sunday we're going to try and corral a couple more podcast episodes yeah we, we are come back until Monday so right we are trying to figure out Jonathan Waxman yeah. Um, so I think we <laughs> like it just in well I mean general in life like how do you feel like I that should actually be a podcast yeah. figuring out Jonathan Waxman <laughs> um, but he's a good friend and uh, we're going to try and see if we can find him Sunday right now he can do Friday but we don't really have any available time on Friday I think he can do Sunday I think he prefers Friday right but so maybe we can but doesn't like super like wheels, brunch you know? with Jonathan Waxman podcast sound like an amazing episode it does we really he's have to find Waxman do a little asterisk there like we really have to figure out a way to um get Jonathan Waxman to get on the pod. Um, you know what? Talking through it, I know we didn't, we didn't fill in all of the PR slash management stuff. I know Cameron has a lot of meetings set up with other people that we have to take. And I know that Meredith has a bunch of like little PR sort of interviews and stuff right. that we have to do. Do you have that on our calendar? Plus, if the Facebook people are there, you should talk to them. Right? Don't yeah. you want to talk to them about your profile? Weird, like yeah. Profile? They weren't there last year, so like I, you never you they, never know who's going to be there. Right? There's usually a couple of brands that have like some of those um, yeah. like suites near the some of the main right. stage. 
Do you know where we're are we performing inside the St. Regis? St. Regis Ballroom yeah. Two. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Oh, well, you say of course, tent. but there's outside uh, tents and stuff. If you're in the like, outside tent, then you could have fire probably. The first time I was, I was there, like we were on like some weird little outside tent. That's right. Like right. so, like it depends. Like I feel like you want to be in the yeah. St. Regis, but it doesn't really matter. I think there's more capacity there. Yeah. Um, oh, what song? What music are we going to come out to? Hmm. That's something we got to figure out. So I have you, I have a Richard Blaze uh, playlist that I've collected from mm. over the years of <laughs> of opening music. Pew, pew, pew. It's uh, it's a very have... Beastie Boys, The Who. Heavy. Oh, nice, nice. I think we so, came out to Baller. We came out to tra- Thunderstruck. Tribe Called Quest. Right. And... A no, you know what? I want to come out to. Um, let's come out to some EDM. Let's go Diplo. Oh style. yeah. Okay. I've okay. always wanted to do that. All right. That Be cool. Like That's something with a drop. Oh, okay. Chain smokers. Let's or... yeah. Let's find something with a drop. So like yeah. I've been. I mean, I mean. I'm on it. <laughs> okay, you're on it. Something yeah. Just like we come out, drop, boom. That's kind of oh, that's getting me excited actually. Okay. Um, oh, and we're gonna do. I want to do liquid nitrogen explosion. Okay. Here. So add that to liquid nitrogen soup to that. Nitro bomb. Wow. So uh, any you want to without following up with uh, Meredith or Cameron uh, PR and management and agents and all that. Is there anything else we need to cover just specifically for our shows? We went over wardrobe. Are you both have like you got aprons that, to wear and you got like uh, you coming to some you, Scarlet, you got some, you got yeah you got eighties outfit for the eighties party. Uh, yeah, tell me what I need and, I, and I'm ready. Eighties outfit. That's you don't much need it, it but don't like need it, yeah, but we've like... never really dressed. Oh, I did. I dressed one year when you weren't there. I just had a hoodie and I went like sort of as a break dancer. Oh, I I will dress up. I'm I'm one of those people for wow. sure. Wow. Okay, so. so you're gonna Let's I, you, do it. you have since you just waited online for those Yeezys too. Like you mandatory you sh- you have to be at the spasmatics party. Okay. Because yeah, like it's it. something that's that you funny. shouldn't. It's also weird because you're like. Oh, there's that famous old chef that's like dancing really weird right now. Like, it's, you get to see a lot of things that you don't see, uh, and other festivals, because um, it's like just like a dive bar with like a bunch of people. And there will be a couple people that are. You had mentioned this, and not to end on sort of a, a somewhat sadder note, but like it's you know the food and wine has gone through a lot of like sort of executive changes, and then there's a lot of chefs that you know sometimes are there, sometimes they're not, and I think there are uh, you know there's, there's it'll be interesting to see what the spirit of um, Aspen is this year, um, especially as it relates to like the passing of Tony Bourdain. Not to end on a on a on a dark darker note, but I'm sure some people who are tuning in today uh, would be curious about it. So I'm interested to see like what the uh, energy level is. Not that Bourdain was. I never saw him quite honestly. There. I'm sure he's been, but never seen him in Aspen. Right. Um, and in a lot of ways, he sort of always represent, represented sort of the counter of, counter of those things, whether it was um, yeah, I mean, Aspen he, he or Food came, Network. He did came and cook out. That was kind of his thing. So That's true. That they had the, the, he was like, I'll, we'll <coughs> just create our wine. own festival. Right. It, I thought it was still Food and Wine, came and cook out, no? Yeah. Right. Um, was it? Yeah. Well, maybe it is. I think yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Hey, Jasmine. Yeah. Take a moment to think about your undies. Mm. Mm. I know it's a little weird, right? But your first thought probably isn't, they're awesome, which is why I want to tell you about MeUndies. They're comfy, awesome undies that'll make you feel good from the moment you put them on. I'm in a pair right now. And remember, when you feel good, anything is possible. MeUndies are made with a material sustainably sourced from beechwood trees. Their naturally soft fiber makes a fabric that won't sag down or ride up. Are you more of a concerned about sagging down or riding up? don't think my undies sag down. Definitely oh, not my yeah. me undies. Mine ride up a little bit. But listen, well. with me undies, trust me, you don't have to worry about that. Once you put a pair on, you'll get what I'm talking about. With me undies, you can get undies sent right to your door. No more hunting around for the perfect pair at a crowded store and eventually settling for something that's, uh, you know, good enough. Feel, uh, Feel it, Jasmine. Have you put on a pair? You feel how comfortable they They're are? They're great. Yeah, super, love super them. silky. MeUndies is sure you'll love your first pair so much that if you're not happy, they'll do whatever they can to get you into the right pair. And if they can't, well, guess what? You can just keep them and they'll refund you. So it really is risk-free to try the best underwear ever. Strong statement, but one that I uh, believe in. Like, I mean, I also love their socks. You see those cute little yeah. socks that I have over there? Yeah. Um, listen, are you still not sure? Well, MeUndies has a deal for our listeners. First-time purchasers get 15% off their first pair of MeUndies and free shipping. That's 15% off plus free shipping and a guarantee that you and your MeUndies will be very happy together. Get your butt over to MeUndies.com and treat yourself. To get 15% off your first pair of free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash starving. That's MeUndies.com slash S-T-A-R-V-I-N-G. 
hey guys, listen, uh, we need your help here at Starving for Attention. You can help our podcast stay free to download with minimal ads uh, because if you respond to the Podcast One survey, you're going to help us align with the appropriate advertisers. So the survey is short and it's completely anonymous and it takes, listen, I know, you. oh, I don't have time for it. You have time. It takes no more than five minutes. There's two easy ways uh, that you can log in and do the survey. You can go to www.podcastone.com slash my survey or go to www.podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Listen, I know what you're saying. I filled out a survey already, but if you can do it again, it's going to really help us, right? Because you're doing all of us a favor at Starving for Attention or Podcast One by filling one out. Jasmine, have you filled yours out? I did. I mean, just do it while you're like standing in line for coffee. It's quick. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Listen, yeah. thank you so much for supporting uh, Starving for Attention and for taking the time to complete the survey. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to Starving for Attention. Uh, Jasmine Blaze uh, is right here next to me, and we are in the Aspen Room, yeah. appropriately. Appropriately. In Aspen, uh, Colorado. Yeah, and this is like our... our um, we already did like the briefing for Aspen, like the planning sesh. Did the briefing at home with Scarlett, and yep. uh, I think Gigi was running around as well. Yeah. And then and this is now the uh, the food debriefing and wine classic. Yeah. Debriefing. The debriefing, yes. right? Yes. Which we searched to find out what that word. We had was. to look it up. We were going to say autopsy, <laughs> but like that seems that it's got a negative dark. connotation. Yes, it's and, dark. Um, it's raining. It's like pouring it's, rain. You can't, we're in this little ballroom, so like you would have no clue what the weather looks like outside. But it, I just went to the restroom, and it's pouring outside. So it's kind of crazy for Aspen. I don't, I don't remember the last time it rained like this. It's not cats like and It's like wolves and bears. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. got to be some sort of mountain. But yeah, I have totally. not seen rain in a And you haven't, and you saw it yesterday too. You haven't seen the clouds like drop in like they I did know, yesterday. It's, it's pretty, really it's cool. It's very twilight. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Like, uh, matter of fact, I'm, one, I'm hoping that I can squeeze in today's Father's Day. It's yes, a Sunday in Aspen. Happy Father's Day. Believe. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to hope I can squeeze in a little run maybe on you, twilight. You're going to get soaked. If it's not raining, I definitely want to go do that. Well, we went in with a lot of concern. Well, I mean, I think I think a normal amount of concern for you. I mean, Aspen's—it's the—it's the grand dame. What do they call it? It is, it's it's the is like granddaddy of them all. It's, it's the, the biggest, Rose Bowl of yeah, food festivals. I've exactly. always used that as an example. Yep. Um, and you know, this year we were really activated. And mm-hmm. I've been saying this to everyone from Food and Wine Magazine, who does an outstanding job here, and really all of my uh, chef and you know, sort of friends that are running around. Like I never, this is one where just like, I always feel like we're not coming back next year. You know, like, yeah, like, you always are super negative about it. Not, I, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, I, I, I actually, the positive of it is that it's such a blessing to be able right. to have this opportunity. Um, when you see someone like a Jacques Pepin, who we just took a picture with out in the right. courtyard. Yeah. And actually we, we performed up against basically Next to him. Jacques yeah, Pepin, yeah, yeah. which I wanted, can we get into that real quick? Sure. So we came Go here and it. the main thing we had to do on this trip, we, we sort of outlined it was we had this massive kitchen aid integration uh-huh. that was going to be like a hands-on cooking class and some man on the street sort of interviews, uh, pretty intense, some social media work. Yep. And then we also had our main food and wine magazine demonstration yeah. in the St. Regis ballroom, yep. the main sort of place. Yep. And there's two massive, two big ballrooms yep. and one chef is in one room and then the other performers in the other room. And every year, I'm always curious to see who we are sort of matched up with. Yeah. And and to be um, even more, I mean, you know, for those of you who haven't been to this food and wine festival, I think it is a little different than some in that at smaller festivals, you know, there might be one demo or two demos going on at the same time. Right. But here, there's like seven or eight, you know, because if you include the wine ones that are going on at the same time, there's sommelier courses that are happening. That's true. Yeah, there's, there's other, there's you know, other tasting. tents. There's a, yeah, it's like there's literally at every, at every scheduling um, section, there is like eight things you could go to. That's true. So it's super competitive. Right. So when we do it, usually it's like, who was it last year? I mean, who did we, who was in the room next to us? Was it Ann Burrell? Um, was it Ming Tsai? One year was it, it, somebody? Was, it was, it was Dave Chang, I feel like. Because I ran over there and said hello to him before that we sounds ran. right. That and that was pretty right. big, too. Yeah. But this year, we got paired up with yeah. Jacques, Jacques and Claudine Pepin. Pepin. Amazing. Which is, like, they've been coming here for a really long time. Obviously, Jacques Pepin is, is like, legend. absolute literal legend. An Aspen royalty. legend here and, like, yeah, just a legend in the food world. Um, right. So I was really nervous that we would not get a great turnout. Yeah. Uh, in all candor, 
I, a few more people showed up to the Jacques Pepin show. I'm sure, yeah. I think. Well, I, I don't think know. I a, didn't look. I didn't check. You did? I, I mean, you I, said that I checked. That was a spousal sort of I checked early on. Right. And you guys were about neck and neck, okay. I would say. Yeah. And, I didn't, and then I, I grabbed my seat, and then, you know, still people were filtering in. So yeah. hard to well, say. Well, I mean, I'm but, just guessing. Again, I didn't yeah. look in the room either. Um, but I was really nervous because that's like, you know, if you're like a, kind of a band that's had an album or two, and then the Beatles or the Rolling Stones are performing at the stage next to you, <laughs> uh, you're always a little bit of concern. And yeah. our show, ended up being I rarely feel this way because you always say that I'm really hard on myself and you are yeah. self-deprecating and all of this sort of stuff which I think is part of what drives me yep. but I left that show feeling like it was my best Aspen performance did you? to date that's great I did I was sitting with your team and we all agreed that you should feel really good about the demo but we all thought you wouldn't <laughs> Because oh, wow. we all just know you so well that we really? we figured you would have found something to latch onto that wasn't good enough or didn't go the right way or the omu rice didn't ooze or whatever it was. It actually that, oozed a little bit, not that, as much as shit. That yeah. we that we figured like we all totally agreed that you should be thrilled with your performance, but that you wouldn't be. But that's good that to hear sense. that you were. I mean, the only that's thing that I would be again we didn't it, we didn't absolutely you know standing room only like it was. A good room. Yeah, but there's not a lot of standing room only no, no, demos down there. Like, we again, because because it is because there's eight things going on, and then there's a you know, the town of Aspen as well, and uh, other off off campus things that are happening. Exactly, so, but yeah. um, I felt really good about the performance, mainly because a lot of it was a, a lot more. One, it was heavy duty. You know, Scarlett was on the uh, you know early part of this podcast. You know, talking about you know getting ready for Aspen, and yeah. she's our you know our traveling chef. She's our assistant that sort of puts everything in place for us. And this set for her was really challenging. And we did five dishes. The theme was sort of no filter with a social yeah, media angle. It was angle. intense. Uh, and the dishes really were like intense. Like we had a floating potato chip. You know, there was a burger, which sounds easy, but there's lots of elements. There was, um, you steak. know, this omu rice omelet. Oh, omu rice, there right. was a steak. And then we finished off with our new, uh, you know, new chilled new consomme, yeah. uh, exploding soup sort of recipe. Uh, and Scarlett, who's not here right now, uh, just I think knocked it out of the park. Yeah, this was her first Aspen. Her first, and you could yeah. see like I also love it because it wasn't fear. Yeah, like and uh, I worked with Scarlett all over the place, and obviously yep. we work with a lot of chefs. Uh, there was like this this true laser beam focus. Yeah, that That's she great. had. And I saw it. Then we followed that day. So this and in one day we did that show. Had a lot of fun. I did a lot of trolling on. Uh, Jacques and Claudine Pepin in our show. You did, yeah. That would be probably the, the, the one thing that I was like, I hope people get that Like when I'm roasting my friends. Um, it's from a place of love. Nice. Um, uh, that is definitely from a place of love. We uh, destroyed the main food and wine demo. Yep. I am hoping and praying. I think we did well enough to get an invite back. That's what we're always trying to do. Yeah. Uh, then we went into our KitchenAid activation, mm -hmm. which was a totally different energy. Hands-on yeah. cooking class, teaching people how to make pasta, yep. and utilize some of the amazing um, you know, KitchenAid equipment. equipment. Yep. And I, so many people have been talking about that. Oh, man. People loved that. Loved it. Yeah, I like I like the KitchenAid messaging behind that, behind that activation. I think it's great. I think it's awesome that they, you know, were live streaming it or trying to live stream it um, to bring a little piece of Aspen to to everybody to kind of see what's what's happening here because this is such a special festival, but it's so exclusive. Yes, and it's so hard to get to for many reasons. And I, I just thought that was really cool that they wanted to do a little something for just, you know, hey, get a look in, you know. Yes. Um, and the way they did it, too. Very the way they sort did of it. millennial, like the first 25 people right. who signed up. It didn't cost extra. It wasn't yeah. an exclusive thing. Right, it was you just, just had show to be, up. Like how the way I buy sneakers. Yes. You just had that <laughs> to at be 1201 midnight. You had to click on that to right. sort of get that. Um, you know, to get and, invited. And we talked about it. I think it was a, a sensory thing. You know, I think that's I think people, when they come to these festivals, they're happy to sit in demos and, and sit on these panels and, and listen to the, the trade events that are happening. But I think they're all kind of looking for like, oh, throw me a piece of food or, oh, I want to taste that dish or, oh, I want to try that wine or whatever it is. Yes. Those, uh, those are the things that they like gig out for. And so I, I think that that really like having that experience with you in a, uh, in a cooking class setting is, is like next level. Mm. You know, so did you, do you think that for. they sort of like... Um broke into a new like I'm sure it's something like that's been done here before yeah I think but so but I do yeah. feel like it was what you're saying is it was it was fresh right yeah 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 and I think that's what I'm and, and I think one of the reasons why I really loved our shows this year was 
that now we're having the ability to really sort of self-produce. Right. Even like even just the titles or the theme. Yeah. Usually we send like, you know, this whole social media aspect. We've wanted to do that probably for three years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it always sort of gets, you know, knocked back. Like, it's not hey, the one that gets this? picked. Yeah, can Let's you do, say it that way, yeah. you know, great delicious burgers. Or yeah. you see some of the chefs right. in the titles. And the shows are pretty like, you know, mainstream. Yeah. And I get that. Approachable ideas, and right. And yeah. that's, you know, what, you know, uh, food media is to a large extent. Uh, but this one, I feel like the, uh, you know, the powers that be. Well, food and wine of, is definitely embracing this next level of, of food, this social media, you know, in, um, what it's bringing to the food world. Super right? refreshing. Super yeah. refreshing. So how was the, um, you know, so performance wise, it went great. A yeah. little exhausting. You could probably hear it in our voices. How was the uh, weekend for you as we wrap oh. up? Uh, the weekend was good for me. I, I, I didn't have any responsibilities, per se. Uh, but so, you, had, you had a couple of people run into you. I, I was like, are you Jasmine Blaze from the podcast? Started I did. We had a little bit of that. How did that feel? That's always nice. I, it kind of still blows my mind that people listen, so that's kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was nice. That, that was good. I had no pro- I, I don't have any problem with compliments. I mean, I don't, I don't take them well, but... <laughs> yeah, as long as people were like, hey, we, we think you should do this, or the audio is not great. <laughs> right, well, I agree like with the audio comments, so... But that, um, anyways, yeah, it's no, it's good. It's good, and um, I, did, I didn't have any, like, altitude-related issues, which Ooh, is always nice. Why do you think that was? Because, like, so last year, we suffered all... The family came out. The kids yeah, were out here. Yeah, the kids didn't the do kids well. the kids really suffered from altitude. And we I always... I always, like, the first day always is kind of tough for me. So, like, I need water, or I need, you know, like, to not have even like a sniff of alcohol at all or whatever it is like you know i usually have to be pretty regimented so right yeah here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of a coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior Aww. yeah removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range weird right weird or what well Here's another tip you also might know about. True Car also helps people get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid, so they don't know if they're getting a good deal before buying, but you do if you use True Car. They'll also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. So what were some of your, uh, Jasmine, some of your favorite moments from uh, the weekend here in Aspen? Um, favorite moments. Well, yeah. Because you got a chance. You know, I was uh, kind of buried um, Saturday. You got a little bit more of a chance to sort of walk around That's and true. see what some people were up to. Yeah. And Saturday is a fun day. So, um you know the picnic over there in uh, Heron Park that's always fun uh, the picnic is probably one of the best uh, moments of the whole weekend it and is I, I got best unf- food I think too is it, and is I don't it, know how they do I don't know what would differentiate it because it's it's always the same process right it's always a chef coming in uh, with a team and um, I, there's no difference I feel like, well, like what is the difference the difference there? is that it's uh, one I mean it's outside everything's much more communal so it's more family meal style and I think that that's mm-hmm. a big part of it I mean yeah, I think they always do right. also bring in some marquee chefs I mean we've uh, I mean it's Zimmerman a, yeah. cooked one year right. uh, Gabrielle Hamilton cooked this year it was uh, the Leo Hilo uh, Yacht Club mm-hmm. uh, and our, fr- our new friend Ravi yeah. uh, from totally. Leo Hilo, Lilo nice Hilo I always friends. say that wrong uh, but they're just blowing up and it was an Aloha yeah. theme yeah. which was um, spectacular because I love that that style of food and you, how do you know Sean spe- Brock did it one year how do you know it was spectacular because you brought me back some food ah, this year yeah well I mean I mean in general thank you for bringing in me general, back the food yeah. but in general it always is really really good yeah I agree it, that's what I'm saying but but I don't think it's I don't know what it. I don't, you, you might be right maybe it's the ambiance and the people and the picnic there's usually a band was there a band this year there was a little like string picking perfect you know, banjo like sort of a lo- aloha though style like a Hawaiian sort of uh, more bluegrassy but, but maybe I just kind of wasn't paying attention I got there kind of late so nice um, but that is one of, I think it is because of this, the format it's down by yeah, that roaring fork right. river yeah. uh, every, and it's, it's plus, lunch plus lunch is more spend, casual plus you spend a lot of time eating like bites of food and there you get like a plate right. <laughs> yes, like, like that's where you get plate, a plate like of fried get, chicken, yeah, right. a slab of ribs, yeah. uh, just food that you want to stuff in your I face. I didn't bring you the five spice cake with fresh whipped cream and berries. Because you really good. ate it. Uh, I did eat it. Nice. I only ate one, though, and I didn't think it would travel well in a thing with like poke and ribs. You brought me more stuff. food than I was expecting. You brought me like a whole like, aluminum tray. Meredith actually packed it up, to be honest. Well, that's really sweet of Meredith. City packed it up Our for you. Our publicist coming yeah. through. Who makes an appearance I every once in a while? I did carry it all the way home, though. 
Yes, I appreciate it. And you went with the Potash Twins. I did. Uh, who we'll be clicked. hearing on the uh, podcast yeah. coming up soon. Yep. Next week, perhaps. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, this year, for me, like the sort of recap was, uh, uh, real quick, to yeah. sort, of, sort of sum up oh, the so sort best of week. Bite. I, mean, we, I mean, I guess that was my favorite, one of my favorite moments. My best bite from the weekend, oh, if best will. bite. Is this, wait, Actually, is this Jasmine Blaze's best bite this segment? This is my best bite segment. All right. My best bite from this weekend was um, actually at that picnic. They served that. Did you have the poke? Was there a poke in your thing? Yeah. They served the poke on a on a fried like strippinori. Like, so it almost yeah. acted like a chip, like a looked like a purple tortilla chip. Yeah. But it was like nori. It was like seaweed. Was it like puff, it puffed fried, seaweed? Nice. No, not puffed. Okay. No, it was just like crisp. The, you brought crisp. me. Was it? It looked like it was puffed. It wasn't puffed to me. I don't know what the I'd difference is. I'd have to go is. back and check. I just gobbled it up, What's so I don't remember. Uh, like it's a little airy and, and sort of crispy. Um, I think it was just fried. Could be. I mean, again, I wasn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, wasn't. Anyways, a with, that, to with poke. So that was your top. best with the poke. That yeah. was your best bite. Yeah. Um, we had a nice meal at uh, the White House as well. We did. Which is Although like I ate like a teenager there for some. It's reason. kind of that, but it's that type I ate of place, like fries right? Fries and chips and guacamole. We. I don't think we've <laughs> ever talked about the fact that like so the White House in Aspen is basically the same as Hillstone. If you're uh, from New York or uh, in L.A. or Houston's, most other locations, Rutherford Grill mm-hmm. up in Napa. That's right. They all have different names, but it's kind of, they're all Houston's Hillstone. They're all similar. And they just produce incredibly consistent food. And yes. it's always one of those concepts that like chefs just love yeah. because they're so consistent. Right. And we always make a visit over there. We did not go to uh, Matsuhisha this year. Uh, even though we had it, reservations. We had such a long day. We, we, the day was too yeah, too, much. too much. I worked too long. I'm, Next time I'm we'll exhausted. make that reservation on. Uh, are they open on Sunday? Probably. If they are. I would guess so. I mean, I think you want to capitalize. You got everyone sort of trapped here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so the food was good. The I I'll go on record right now and say that I think that this year for me was this was our best performance year. Mm. Like we had the most work. We what were was your engaged. My fit from from just in general, yeah, just in like general, yeah, I, mean, I mean, my favorite moment was I don't think there was uh, there's not this is going to sound weird. There's not a chef that we ran into or a personality that we ran into that like we haven't met before or that we're also not kind of really cool with. Like it felt for me and it probably just because I was mentioning this to you, like I feel like I'm in the middle. Right. Like you have like on one end, all these best new chefs Bear. and baby what? Oh, in the middle of the song <laughs> yeah. is that song. Um you have these best new chefs and it's their first year or these top chef yep. kids who were running around. Yeah. Uh, Joe Satso and we weren't up here for Thursday went for when they cooked yeah, and Fati right. and we just saw Brother Luck in the tents. Yep. Right. So all these new sort of like yeah. top chef kids and even like Katsuji's running around. So like these these guys who have been like on top chef in the last couple of seasons. Right. Yeah. Um, but then like I remember you, that. You remember that though, right? You remember that feeling of like trying to crack in. A hundred percent. It's super, a really tough feeling, I think, to have. Like super nerve wracking because yeah. you like you wanna be you wanna be in that group. Yes. You wanna jump in, you wanna be able to have those like just cool, calm, normal conversations. But Yeah, you wanna be respected as just someone in the industry, as right. just and, and or just like, you know, a player in the industry. Uh at the, and at the same time, like you know you're there because of like Top Chef or Food Network or whatever. Yeah. Top Chef in this case. Right. Um but this is where it kind of starts, I think, for those kids yeah. where you're like, hey, we got to sort of break out of the orbit of that. You know, like you don't want to just be the person that was on Top Chef. Like, you know, you might come up here well, and it's you a have blessing. to start to diversify at some point. Right. right? I mean, it might be blessing even, that you're even you, that. even you diversified. <laughs> even me. Right. Who um, famously Anthony Bourdain quoted, rest yeah. in peace, Anthony Bourdain, that yes. Richard Blaze rides the Top Chef teat a little too much. That yeah. was, that'll be <laughs> Anthony Bourdain's right. uh, best quote ever about yeah. Richard Blaze. Hey, there's your tattoo. There it is. Oh, there you go. Finally. <laughs> nice. Um, truck driving by. That's okay. I mean, people know. We're, we're, we're sitting here in our hotel room now yep. at the, in the St. Regis. Um, pillow talk with Richard pillow and talk. Jasmine. Well, yeah, we're, although, <laughs> to be honest, we are not in bed. Right. We are at a little coffee table I tried. Uh, near a window. Yes, I you, tried you, you did try to get out this. of finishing up this yeah. podcast episode. <laughs> um, we, but yeah, you try and break out of that orbit of it. And you yeah. can see it. Like, and even like brother, brother was over there like Hustling, working with yeah. a Japanese seafood company. I forget right. exactly what they were doing. Amber Jack. Amber Jack, yeah. Um, and like, I remember those years. Like We came up yeah. here with right. uh, a spice company or, or a beverage company or yep. whatever it is. Uh, and you got to do that. And... Uh, you're not just guaranteed to be back right. next year. Yeah, and if you are just coming off a of Top Chef, like that's your one sort of like, oh, this is the trip that you get when you win. Right. You get yeah. to do a demo or you get to come up here. Yeah. Or they don't even, do they even kind of do that? Is that part of the win? Yeah, I think, I, the win, I think the winner still gets, um, that's part of the package. Is it? Who yeah. won? Joe Flam. 
Yeah. yeah. He was up here. Yeah, yeah so he's he up, did yeah, something. So he's, yeah, he's he up did here. He did some, a demo or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and we all just blanked for a second. Yeah. Um, because it's hard. There's so many of us. Yeah, there's so many of them. But now this is – so my – moment this year was realizing that like we're in that we're in the middle zone now yeah right like it's not uh, yeah i notice it too um and it's like whereas before i feel like we'd have to try to say hi to like all these you know big guys that are here marcus samuelson and jonathan waxman and jacques pepin whoever it is like we right. have to tr- try to say hello to them and now it's just like we generally, you know, say you hi wave, and wave they wave and, and we wave. Maybe and you snap like, a picture. You see them because you're yeah, going to see them four like, or five times. You know you'll see. Exactly. So right. it's not like you have to like sit, sit there and like suck the marrow out of every interaction you're having with them. Right. You know, it's like, oh, well, we're just going to see Andrew Zimmerin again in like a I was going to say, right? but we do suck the marrow out of every Zimmerin interaction. Well, he's amazing. Like. Or I feel like you suck the marrow out I don't of think, every I don't think Zimmerin this is appropriate conversation. Uh, you're the one who said suck the marrow. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't talking about a specific person. That makes it a little gross. Oh, before I finish my little recap on the middle, because that's where I was. No, no, I just something else hit me. Uh, the party every year that is the cover band. Yeah. Well, what's your recap on uh, the nineties? Uh, usually it's the eighties, it, and I think listen, I think, there's some I bias associated with it because I think everybody we've, loves we've had that for three or four that's years. What right. Spasmatics um, are family. This I year think, was not. I think our the 80s, trap the 90s. and tacos party will go over really well next year. Are we going to try and pitch that? We're <laughs> pitching that right now. I like it. Uh, an old uh, yeah. white married couple, and we're going to do um, just hip hop trap music and tacos. Oh, trap and tacos! I kind of like that. Yeah, I think well, we should I was, actually. I was trying. To, I was in the shower, and I was trying to think of what what could go with trap, and that was the only thing that popped in my head. But it doesn't. We'll really figure fit. it out. We got we got a couple months to yeah. figure it out. But even if it's like a side party, it doesn't have to be the main one. Totally. I think we should do that, and definitely for your fortieth. Can you have a party B instead of Cardi B? Yeah, that's my playlist. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll make it public. You nice. guys can listen eventually. Yeah, uh, Jasmine, you're gonna eventually. Make, are you? It's okay. Not ready Soon. Yet. Right now, it's like you know, it's just like a deformed like, playlist. You need thirty songs for a legitimate playlist. I think. Absolutely. But that was fun. Again, I didn't. I I think. I think it was tough, like you know, coming off of those epic eighty parties for that for that. Well, Spasmatics just know how to bring it. Yeah, too. They, they bring and a the, certain the, amount the of band was good, but and it we as we laughed, we thought it was a little ballad heavy. It was well, I think, and also and that comes that with was the nineties, right? Like There's a lot of Pearl Jam and Nirvana, and then ballads, yeah, and then Hootie and yeah. Shania Twain, and like you mix all of those things together, and yeah. it was a little all over the place. But they were the band was great. Yeah, I think it's just it happens to fun. do with the actual decade of the nineties. So I don't know what else could they do besides our trap and tacos. I mean. Um, well, I mean, it does. I mean, I guess it does. You, you do want to cap like the it, cover. It either side has to be a fun. theme or an actually. Like, oh, Michael Solomonov's food. Oh. I thought was great. Those truffles. The, I only had the truffles off the top of that. But that cone. little cone, what was it? It was like harissa yeah. lamb, like a lamb tartare yeah, or something. Hummus with like in the truffles. Bottom. It was delicious. Yeah, I've never had really hummus good. in like a ice cream cone. It's worthwhile. Super, super smart. He's coming on the podcast in a couple yep. weeks. Yep, yep. Um, so that was well. That was also a big fun. Yeah, we got some good podcasts. We got to meet a couple of people that we haven't met yet. Yeah, uh, and that's always fun. Well, yeah. Michael Solomonoff. Yeah, uh, so so that's really good. Yeah, because he's kind of like an industry hero at the moment. Absolutely. You know uh, what I was thinking, and well, we'll get into it. Never mind. I won't even bring. No, it up. No, what were you? No, thinking, I'm not going to bring it up. We can talk about it in the open. To, okay, to Michael's. Uh, so the middle. That's where I was, kind of before we got distracted. Like we are clearly in the middle right now, uh, and like we're not. You know, obviously, you know, we're not. You know, uh, you know, Rocco is up here and Marcus Samuelson and these guys who, you know, have been up here for like 10 to 12 years, right? 15 years. You know, Jacques Pepin who's been up here for uh, 30, 30, uh, 30, 30 years, of the 36. 30 of the 36 years. It's amazing. Uh, but we, we don't, it's not just our second or third year. Um, but it also reminds me every time we're up here that like you're just up here performing and, and hoping to get back here next year. Yeah. And, but I'll be honest, that's sort of my strategy for everything we do. Like I'm performing right. tomorrow in Denver. Yeah. And like my goal is to like put on a performance that's good enough to get booked for another performance yeah, in Denver. That makes sense. Um, that's good business. I think it is. Um, so it was a lot of fun. I would say uh, our best performing year. That's what I was going to say. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Good. I just said it. Yeah, you uh, said it once. Our yeah. best uh, performance. I agree. Um, and that's kind of amazing. So hopefully we'll get the ask back. Uh, if you haven't been to Food and Wine Aspen, the classic, the granddaddy of them all uh, on Aspen Mountain, uh, it's definitely a bucket list thing. Like yeah. you should do and, it once. Well, I mean, sure. Um, and I also think that uh, you could go and watch that um, Facebook Live. That's probably like now banked on the KitchenAid page. And oh, see, the KitchenAid page does have like yeah. that. Now that I, I do want to be different. clear. That's a that's a, like a what, what did they what did we call it? It's like as an instructional class, yeah, right? Yeah, um, class. But I think a lot of people love that. We should do more of those classes. Yeah. A lot of people like those things. I thought it was fun to sort of change the energy up from uh, the one like really dynamic yeah. performance and then sort of right. do a class lots of fun yeah uh you want to come back next year 
Yeah. Uh, what, so totally. last year we had the kids. This year no kids. What is is it? Which which is better? <sighs> I don't know. I miss them. So yeah. that's hard. Um, I didn't. I mean, one of them got altitude sickness last year. So like that kind of no sickness this year. It was kind of warm. It was kind of warm. Rainy. Early. Super rainy. Rainy today. Interesting. Spritzy yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, I like you know, I mean, I love Colorado, so I don't know. I'd be, I'd be up for them to come back or not. Yeah, I, I was just trying to see if I could press you to to, to say no yeah. kids. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it was a lot of fun having them. Like, this is yeah. when I miss them because like uh, yeah. everything's over and like and it would just be a fun night watching movies or something like that. Sure. Um, but anyway, again, I think it's a bucket list thing. You should check it out. Um, go on to the uh, food and wine pages and see some of the uh, amazing photos. The hashtag was FW Classic. Uh, we're hoping we get an ass back for um, next year. Um, I'm heading off to Denver. You're heading home to uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple things uh, happening in LA next week, so we'll put some new podcasts up. And who's coming up on the show? We have Michael Solomonoff, uh, Elizabeth Faulkner, the Potash mm-hmm. Twins. Waxman. Jonathan Waxman. Yeah. And uh, Rocco Despirito are all yeah. episodes that are really coming up. So we up. Yeah. actually captured a lot of content here, too. We did. We were busy. We worked hard. I know. I'm going to go to bed. Okay. We're going to go do that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, Do us a favor. Jump on over to uh, the iTunes, Apple iTunes, and give us a subscription and grab one of your friends or text one of your friends and tell them that you uh, love Starving for Attention and have them subscribe too. Um, That was something that uh, Ravi did. Uh, Our friend Ravi, who's like, hey, we got a podcast. He's like, oh, what is it? It's Starving for Attention. He went right on his phone and subscribed. That dude is a baller. He's a hero. And plus his food's super delicious. You get a high five if you do that. You so get a high if five. You see us anywhere. Well, you'll get a digital uh, high five, and then when we see you, we're going to absolutely give you a high five. That yeah. was always fun too on this trip for having people run into us saying we love the podcast, which is something that's happening. This is the first time you've probably yeah. seen it uh, at an event. Uh, give us a subscription, rate us five stars. That'd be really, really nice. Uh, Jasmine's falling asleep. She's making funny faces at me, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey, everyone. Uh, that was a fun episode recapping the Food & Wine Classic here at Aspen. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our sponsors who make all of this possible and make us happy. To MeUndies, get 15% off your first pair and free shipping. Visit MeUndies.com slash starving. And Walt Disney World, plan your next magical adventure today at Walt Disney World. And TrueCar, visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience.